Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about Carrie? I am, because after all, we We are the Watchers of Movies. Hello. 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 So what's up? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, just yeah. you know, we just had some Qdoba, so that was we nice. Did. It was delish. It, it was, was delight. Mm-hmm. A true delight. <laughs> um, <laughs> a true delight. Delight. You have to say it. You have to really enunciate the T's, darling. You know. <laughs> ah, so um, I watched a couple new things. I watched a show called Reboot. It's with Rachel Bloom and Paul Reiser. Oh, and okay. wow. Keegan Michael Key. Wait, is that his name? Yeah. That's um, someone's name. I Judy don't know if Greer. He's the one you're thinking of. Oh, nice. and Johnny Knoxville. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, wait. I've seen ads for that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's kind of like 30 Rock. It's got the same idea. Oh, it's okay. like a show within a show. Yep. But it's a lot drier and it's more. It's less ridiculous. Like, it's more something that you could actually, like, see happening versus, like, 30 Rock is really over the top and ridiculous, you oh, know? okay, sure. Which I love 30 Rock. Don't get me wrong, but it is. Um, and it was kind of fun. You know, I mean, I watched the entire first season within, like, two or three days or something. So, wow. it obviously held my interest. Yeah. It was only, like, eight episodes long, so it wasn't a very long season. But um, it's, you know, I mean, I was like... I'm like so many people that I love are in the show. You know, like I love Rachel Bloom, and that's initially why I started watching it. And then I was like, shit, Judy Greer's in it too. And I was like, and Paul Reiser. I was like, did I win the lottery? <laughs> so it was fun. It's a it's kind of a fun show. It's um I mean, you know, I mean it took me it took me kind of a minute to get into it. Like the pilot I was like not sold on. Right. But then I was like, you know, you've seen a lot of TV, you have to you have to make it past the pilot before making that decision because sometimes the pilot is just terrible, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yep. So. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I've I've seen the trailers for it and I thought it looked like it could be an interesting concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, same, it's the same concept as 30 Rock, pretty much. So, but it's, um, it's definitely more, I think, like, emotionally driven i would say you know yeah yeah that's cool yeah oh yeah so uh i it was interesting though because rachel bloom so because she's in crazy ex-girlfriend uh she i thought that there was some similarities with her character that i was like huh and it made me wonder if she because i noticed that too with like you know i talked to you about how i saw animal control with the with joel McHale. That one was okay. It wasn't anything special. It was fun enough, but I was like, honestly, if this, like, I don't really care if I continue this. Uh, Which is also funny, because one of the other actresses that's in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is also in that one. So, anyway, but I noticed that these two characters, so Rachel Bloom's character, and then, like, you know, uh, Joel McHale's character both had, like, issues with their father, which is exactly what their characters were in you know, crazy ex-girlfriend community, respectively, and I was like, interesting. I was like, are these, is this something that is, like, in their real life, and they continue to, like, be attracted to characters like that? You know what I mean? I don't know. Or something. Because crazy ex-girlfriend, that was, she created that. So that was her 
thing, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I don't know. I don't think reboot is hers. But anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I think you're drawn to someone that has a similar experience to you, you know, maybe like characters or something. I think if you're a good actor, you could do anything. Yeah. See, if I was an actor, I'd want to play a lot of villains. (laughs) So I don't know. But like, I mean, if I was an actor, I don't know (laughs) if I'd want to play an act. I'd play a character that had the same yeah, see, I don't experiences think that I did because that's not really exploring anything. No, it's not. Unless you're like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> You've like been stuck into a niche, like Joe Pantoliano Type always cast. plays like corrupt cops. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Liotta's like same thing. It's like was like the same thing. Yeah. Thank you very much. Was, Rest in peace. That's very true. Rest in peace. I corrected oh, you as a so joke. Sorry, I corrected you as a joke, but that feels like really like and then it got dark humor. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> yeah. So nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went and saw um, the new movie. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh, and interesting. I never read that book. I didn't really get into it either. I didn't get into Judy Bloom m- much growing up, but I went with my friend Amber, who did read the book when she was young. And it was a really good, it was a really good story. It was a really fun story, really fun movie. And the performances were really well done. And for, you know, young boys, or even like men, might not get much from it. But I think women and young girls will probably enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, It's like about a relationship with like a kid and like her mom and her grandma, right? Kind of, yeah. It's about a girl going through puberty and, uh she just like the pitfalls of going through puberty in the 70s and oh boy. wanting to know what periods and boobs are like and her and her friends are like really they all really want to get their periods and and i'm you know like if if you were like 12 or 13 the movie might actually be beneficial you know oh yeah yeah and, i can um, see that kathy bates plays the grandma and, Love her. and she's she's she great. does a really good job and rachel mcadams plays the mom and she did a really good job and mm-hmm. it also deals with heavier themes like anti-semitism and oh interesting things like that so it's 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 a good movie i think i thought it was it exceeded my expectations i was expecting it to be kind of cutesy and a little like oh it's a little movie that i'll be entertained by but i actually thought it it had uh enough heart it's not it's a little schmaltzy but it's not overly schmaltzy and it's just it was it was a worthwhile watch if you're curious at all did your friend say that it was true to the book uh, she said she thought there was some things that were different, like little things that were different, but it had been a while since she read it, so she couldn't remember if she was remembering accurately, but she said she enjoyed it. So That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, sometimes, you know, something that's taken from a, like a book or something, even though it's maybe not like fully accurate, can still be enjoyable, you know? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you watch Harry Potter. True true there's a whole world of book adaptations there's a lot of things wrong with harry potter too (laughs) um you know it reminds me of like a memoirs of a geisha so i saw the movie before i read the book and i love them as like two separate things sure you know yeah but the one thing that bothered me was that so it's like during world war ii and like there's a whole thing with the um god what's his name um 
Ken Watanabe's character, the chairman, the chairman, uh, and he and his like his like business partner going into business with like an American businessman, and I was like, does everyone know how the Americans felt about the Japanese during World War Two? Because uh, I do, <laughs> like, and I don't think that it would be a thing because in the book. It's a Japanese businessman uh, that they're doing yeah. business with. And I was like, why would they change that? That's so it's weird. weird. Yeah. yeah it's pretty and weird. I, and it was just very bizarre. But um, I can acknowledge them as two separate things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was cute. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I also watched this movie called Escape Room. Oh. It was pretty much like Cube. It was oh, okay. pretty much Cube. All right. Um, I really liked it until... The ending was a little bit like, you could have just ended this like 10 minutes ago and this movie would have been better, you know, because it's, you know, it's cute, like cube. So like everyone like cube, dies. Cube, 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 right. It's except cube. For, like, it's cube, right. <laughs> except for like, so like everyone dies except for like two people. Uh-huh. And, and they're like meeting together like six months later. And the guy's like, guess what? I'm the sale- regional sales manager. And I was like, you're telling me that you're not, you're so... Like, you're just fine. You're so mentally fine with just witnessing, like, six other people just die, like, really horrible, brutal ways that you've just, like, risen up through the ranks in your job. Like, you're not currently going through, like, a ton of therapy. Like, it was just so, I was like, okay, I can't, no. (laughs) Like, I was like, mentally, this just doesn't feel right. But... It just, I like it, how you're <laughs> totally cool with the escape room murder premise, <laughs> but it's the psychology of the survivors that is like too far. It's just unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no. It actually, I, um, whereas Cube was, um, Cube, <laughs> it, it was just these weird, like, square rooms, you know? Cubes. E- yes, yes, cubes. Each one room in this was an actual like one place was like a room that all these like heaters were going on so it was getting like progressively hotter oh and they had to escape that's terrifying it was really like that's and so then, sweaty <laughs> i know and then there's one where they're freezing oh, so it's no. like and they're on a was frozen it right lake. after the hot one because yeah. that would be the worst torture it was, it was right on because you're hot all one. wet with sweat and now <clears throat> you're cold oh, yeah yeah so they had to like escape how to get out of there and they're oh, like on gosh. a frozen lake so you're like cool um what who designed this thing <laughs> some they you actually meet the guy who designed it oh. so that was kind of an interesting thing and i think that if they had if they had ended it after they meet the guy and then you're just kind of like i wonder what happens to them i would have been i and think no, it would have just been better if they get promoted in their job <laughs> you're right like he's at like, the I end of every regional movie. sales manager and i was like that would have taken at least three years and you've only been well, maybe he was on the trajectory <laughs> before he got into the escape true. room he might have been being uh, groomed, I guess, for the lucrative and exotic position Listen. of regional sales manager. <laughs> lucrative and a ring. Um, the thing is, like, listen, the thing is, I'm on board with the murder plot. I'm totally on board. I'm like, yes, bring it on. This is awful, scary, really horrible. I love it. But <laughs> yes. I just want some realistic psychology in my movies. You know, after someone goes through terrible trauma, I just want to see some realistic psychology there. You know, nobody wants to see a sad sack who can't get no, the job done, but- <laughs> blubbering because he happened to survive. That's nobody wants that in a movie. I do. You know, you should write a movie that takes place. Like the movie that you're writing starts when this movie you watched ends, and then you can explore that 
That's true. But if you watch a character defeat death, no one wants to see him like not, not showering and having <laughs> panic attacks and stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like it would be more realistic. Like it'd be more like, realistic. okay, <laughs> why are you making fun of me? <laughs> I'm saying you picked out. You picked out Malto <laughs> Meal and you want Captain Crunch, and that's just not going to happen. I know. You have to li- lower your expectations. I know. Where'd you watch the movie? On Hulu. Is it? Was it released in theaters? I don't think so. And you're expecting it to have a. <laughs> I only knew one depth. of the. I only knew one of the actors, which uh-huh. was Deborah Ann Wool. So. Oh, Deborah. Yeah, Deb. Deb. I call Deb. Debbie. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just, I'm being, you know, hyperbolic. You're being facetious. I, I know. I mean, I think that's a little, that's a bit much to ask for a movie like this, but. Well, then put it like three years in the future. Uh, sure. See, there you See, go. See, I could be fine that's, with that. Six months, I have an issue with. Yeah. It's, the, the, like, the fact that it's not even a year is what I have an issue with. If it was a year, I could be like, okay, that makes sense. I've you know, taken the time, whatever. In but the movie Castaway. <laughs> Helen Hunt remarried, and I think I did the math. I I think I did the math, and I think that she waited like a year. And I was only—I feel like I was like fourteen when this movie came out, and I was like, she only waited a year. Yeah, that doesn't seem long. And my brother—I was saying that my brother was like, a year is a long time, and I'm like, I guess I know what you're going to be doing if. Okay, no, but it's not okay. But like, let me, I have to argue. I'm going to be on Devil's Advocate, which is your side, which I don't know why that's Devil's Advocate. So it's not Devil's Advocate. It's whatever. Anyway, Thanks I'm going to argue on, me I'm going <laughs> to argue on your side. Thank you. First of all, you have to meet someone. You have to fall in love and yeah. then you have to decide to get married. So let's give that like at, at the very least four or five months. Okay. At the very least. Sure. I'm four or five months. Right. Yeah. So she waited six months, <laughs> essentially, before she started dating. It's pretty weird. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mad about her. Um, I, oh, I love just, Paul I, <laughs> I just remember thinking that that seems so cold-hearted that she was like, I thought you were dead. And I, mean, I guess... I it kind of. I like, feel like if you find out that like the person... Because I think they were engaged. I don't think they had gotten married. They were engaged to be married. And I think that um, it, the person that you're going to marry dies in a tragic accident. You have no proof that they're still alive. It would be really hard to date that. Oh, I guess. Oh, so she didn't know that he was still alive. I guess I've she never seen the movie. Know. She okay. didn't know. They just presume because he crashed. He's right. A, he's a castaway. Uh, right, right, anyway, right. Anyway, it's been a while since I've seen it. So uh, maybe I got some of the details wrong. But I remember it made me feel like. Like, really, like, what's the point? What's the point if people just move on after one year? <laughs> I just... Like, I would still be wearing black, like, Queen Victoria for at least a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and she wore black for, what, like, 30 yeah, years or something? Time. And she went into, like, isolation for, like, 10 of those and, like, didn't see anyone. So, she was she was really serious about her feelings, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, what a love story. Anyway. Yeah, it's, uh... That's inter- That's funny though. But like, I just I had an issue there. Like six months later, and I was yeah, like, they, no, three years would have been uh-uh. better. Three years would have been better. <laughs> I had an issue with yeah. the amount of time. It was too short. What I if was it's like, no. six months later, and he like <clears throat> woke up with like just like in a terrible, dirty apartment with pizza boxes and like I'd pizza like, on the floor, and he's just seems like, right. <gasps> <gasps> I don't know why he's making that noise. <laughs> I'd be like. Yeah, that seems right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you don't go through something immensely as traumatic as that and then just bounce back. You just don't, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, exercise releases endorphins. And endorphins make you happy. And happy people don't kill their husbands. They just don't. (laughs) (laughs) And you took a shower. Yes. I took a shower. (laughs) Well, if you would know that by something, (laughs) she says that you have to wait at least 48 hours before you take a shower. I thought it was him going through the door. Okay. I've seen that movie too many times. I love Legally Blonde. What can I say? <laughs> what can she say? Actually, she said, I thought it was her coming through the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw that movie? Oh, it's, it's been a while. I, I had it movie. on in the background maybe within the last year, but I wouldn't say that I watched it. Yeah. I it's just been had a while, it on. too. Yeah. I love that I movie. I really now. like, I think Reese Witherspoon's performance is really good when she's, when her boyfriend is dumping her and he like drops a bunch of names and she's like, I lived across the street from Aaron Spelling, and that is way more impressive than a Vanderbilt. <laughs> I just really like that line. I'm from Beverly Hills. I lived across the street from Aaron Spelling. A war- what was his name? Warner or Warren or something, something like, that. Like, yeah. like that. And he's like, honey, I need a Jackie O, not a Marilyn Monroe. And she's like, what? Because I'm too blonde? <laughs> fucking love that movie and then she got luke wilson in the end so yeah but she kicked ass and she's awesome i think that is like one of the best like feminist movies out there like it just makes me feel so good i fucking love that movie (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah yeah so So there was one more thing that i wanted to talk about so my mom was telling me about this show that's on disney plus and it's called a small light I've not heard of it. And it's from the perspective of one of the women who helped hide the Frank family. Oh, the Meep Geese or whatever? Meep yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so my mom watched it. And and then so I started watching it. I watched the first two episodes. It cu- it's coming out weekly. It's not, you can't binge it. But I just recently watched the first two episodes. And I, I'm behind because I think there's three episodes total. And it's... A really good show and they say at the beginning that it's based on a true story but some things are you know obviously changed for dramatic effect and and i think that's cool that they do that because now they can just really flesh out the story and make it a full story around the real story so it's not claiming to be like 100 percent historically accurate or anything and so i i like that and um so far it's it's there's all, it's, so it's a mini series, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I don't know how many episodes total, but so far there's three. Oh, okay. okay. And they're an hour long or like 50 minutes or something. Okay. And so I'll Leah wait. Schreiber plays Otto Frank, so that's cool. Oh, okay. And the woman who plays Meep is, um, her name is something. Her name is Belle Powley. Mm. She's been in things, but I. Oh, oh. No, that doesn't know. sound. Fa- yeah, I saw an advertisement for it, and I didn't think she looked familiar, but I obviously recognize Leif Schreiber. Yeah, and um, the guy who plays her husband, Jan, his name is Joe Cole, and I recognized like the whole time I was watching, I was like, I wait, know who see that him? guy is. I know who that guy is, and he is the bad guy from The Secret in Their Eyes, the Julia Roberts movie. Oh that yeah, lady. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but he that plays movie a good guy. Fucked me movie, up, but, man. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's that a good show if you're to me up. <laughs> if you're interested in the the story of you know like it's it's from the perspective of Meep, so you don't get like the Anne Frank perspective, but she is in it and the family's in it and and they recreated the sets and it looks so close to the real thing because oh because you've seen it I no well I've seen the outside I've never been there but I did Wait, have where, like where it's in Amsterdam it? Amsterdam okay I did have like a lot of Anne Frank books when I was younger because I was really 
interested in her story. So I, I like have a mental picture. I know what the room looked like and everything, and they recreated it. And um, so it's a, it's a really interesting story, and it's also just a really sad story about. Oh yeah the plight of the jews and and the people who put their necks out to help them and then the people who turned and didn't do anything and and it's it's just it's a good story so far and um i've never i've never seen anything that portrays the people who helped them this much and i think that's really cool because i've seen plenty of iterations of the diary of anne frank yeah same here but i've never seen anything from the perspective of the people who are helping them and so i think that's really creative and i can't believe it took this long to make it but so far it's it's good the production value is really good and it's um they're they're really humanizing them which i think is really cool yeah i forget that they're like just humans like you and i I, you know i know it's it's hard to like i think it's easy to when you're at such a distance of like time and and space that you can look at someone's actions and judge them but then it's like but if you were ever in those shoes like that's you know like you don't know what decisions you might have to make or whatever and i don't like i know i know that they did end up in the concentration camp um and i know that and frank died in there and most of her family did or they all did or something right otto was the only one that survived oh god i can't there were two there were two families so it was Anne and her sister and her parents Mm -hmm. and then uh another family the van pels and it was a father and mother and a son and then a fourth guy who was by there by himself like his i think in the show he said his wife was a christian she wasn't jewish so she didn't have to worry about it i don't know how close that that's realistic in some way because she wasn't in the hiding place with them right. so she wasn't jewish um and uh and they all were obviously discovered and they were taken to concentration camps and Otto was the only one that survived. Oh god, that's so heartbreaking. I know, I can't imagine it's it. It's like So So Are you ready to talk about the movie? Let's do it. We okay. should talk about Nicole. Yes. Thank you, Nicole, so much happy for Happy birthday. Yes, the suggestion and happy birthday, girl. Girl, um, happy girl. birthday. So we did that. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Ha, ha, ha. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday is copyrighted, so you have to to make your own. Otherwise, you have to pay royalties. Happy birthday from all of us to you. We wish it was our birthday so we could party too. (laughs) Happy, happy birthday. May all your dreams come true. You didn't like the song that I made? I did like it. It was very good. Well, it sounds like you're trying to erase the memory. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nicole, that was from the heart. That <laughs> and mine wasn't apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, though! Thank you yes, for the suggestion. Uh, so this is the seventy-six one. Um, Carrie seventy-six. Carrie seventy-six. Bicentennial. Yeah. Oh wait, is it? No, 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 no. Close, but not quite. What are you talking about? Well, because nineteen seventy-six. Right, because it's only was the bicentennial. Oh, right. <laughs> you would know that if you'd watched Dazed and Confused. I have seen Dazed and Confused. I just didn't like it. <laughs> Bicentennial brouhaha. <laughs> it was all because a bunch of white men didn't want to pay their taxes. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking it meant 50 years. It's all right. I'm not judging you. Much. No. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Carrie, 1976. Yeah, so Carrie, uh, this, uh, I guess I'll do a synopsis. <coughs> 
So it is about a young woman that has um, supernatural powers. Telekinesis. Telekinesis. And everyone is just an utter piece of shit to her. And (laughs) she sure gets her revenge. So that's the movie. (laughs) Um, Roll credits. So what did you think of the movie? But you've seen it before, right? Well, it's not fair to say I've seen it. I guess technically, yes. I was at a slumber party when I was probably in like sixth grade. Oh, so it was like maybe. a long time ago. And uh, I didn't see the whole thing because we like put it on as we were like laying in our sleeping bags, you know. Also, it like I thought it was so strange. I didn't really care for it. Yeah. It was really gross. Like the opening scene is pretty shocking. Yeah. And uh, for a sixth grader, it's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I just, sense. it wasn't my thing. It was too strange. It was just i was not in the i was i just wasn't old enough i think to really make heads or tails of it and i think i fell asleep for some of it and then kind of woke up and because i remember the prom scene slightly mm-hmm. but i remembered the bathroom scene a lot and then like the weird mom but i didn't remember details so this was pretty much like watching so, it for okay. the first time yeah it's like seeing yeah. the trailer really yeah, yeah basically yeah and also the movie is pretty iconic so you like to know what i knew about it you maybe even didn't have to see it. Yeah, so I actually um, didn't know a lot about it, as it turns out. Oh. I knew very little about it. I knew about the pig's blood, and she burned the thing, and that's it. Oh, okay. That's really all I knew. I knew that the mom was a little weird. Um, but So I, told, I think I texted you, and I said that I think that I've seen the 2002 one, or I saw part of it, because the scene I remember was like Carrie, as like a child, was talking to her next-door neighbor who was sunbathing. And she had like a bikini on or something. And um, when she when Carrie went back into the house, the mom was like, don't talk to her. She's got dirty pillows or something like talking about her breasts. Okay. And that's all I remember from that. Oh, okay. But I did not. I was like, huh, I don't see like this didn't happen in the 76 one. So I must have watched the 2002 one because okay. you know, there's three of them, I think there's or there's maybe four. But there's the one with Chloe Grace Moretz and then there's the 2002 and then this one. There might be another one in there, but I mean, I'm not surprised it's been remade. You yeah, know? but yeah. So, what did you think of it now, though? Well, <coughs> I, I, it's hard for me to say I liked it. I really didn't like it, but I did like it at the same time. I really appreciate it. Um, I thought that the first maybe. 20, 25 minutes were pretty unpleasant. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. And I even texted Mike and I was like, I would never watch this by choice. I do not like this at all. But then it settles down and the story gets pretty interesting. Yeah. And um, I have to say that I don't think it's a perfect movie. I think it has problems. But I think for the story, it's the perfect movie for the story. And I'm finding it hard to believe that anything, any remake could add to it. I think it's pretty much, this should be the final draft, just full stop. You don't need to make a new one. And and I mean that as a compliment, because I, I think that this movie, for what it is, is very well made. It's an intriguing story. I was on the edge of my seat for a lot of it. It's pretty suspenseful. I also think it's legitimately scary. Um, there's a there's an airplane. There's an airplane you can going hear over. That. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's legitimately scary because it's very creepy, and the yeah. mother is very creepy, and the oh imagery God, is so creepy. creepy. And so I I want to say I appreciate it, 
and I mean that in a complimentary way, but I don't know how much I liked it because <laughs> it's pretty unsettling. Yeah. And um, gross in some parts, and it's hard to watch because it's unpleasant. But in I mean that in the best of ways. Right, right. So if that answers your question, that's my answer. No, I think I kind of felt the same way. I really liked Sissy Spacek's Me too. performance. I mm-hmm. thought she was awesome. First of all, she was 25 when she... I know. And I was like, what? She looks so young in that. Um, Her hair is my hair the hair of my dreams it's i've always beautiful. wanted to have like long blonde just like surfer hair <laughs> and it's so i'm so jealous of people who have that it's so it, her yeah. hair is very beautiful i know i kept looking at her hair and i was like it's so shiny yeah. <laughs> you know? um i um yeah i i did like it for what it was like i enjoyed it i enjoyed watching the movie um but i think that i kind of feel the same way that you do it's not like i definitely would never put it as like i love it you know Mm -hmm. i don't know if i'd really ever seek it out again it might be something i casually watch but i wouldn't rent it you know um (laughs) <laughs> the first thing I wrote was, it's weird that there's, like, all this casual 70s nudity. I wrote that was the first thing I wrote as well. <laughs> I wrote too much nudity. I was like, wow. I'm like, they're so casual with it. And I think, like, it's just funny how, how things have changed over just, the you know, the past almost 50 years, you know? Um but then I have to remind myself that the 70s was like a time of like like deep throat was coming out, you know, like the porn that was like being shown in theaters. And like the first lady was saying she had watched it and stuff like that. So they were a lot more like casual about stuff like that. And but I thought that I was like, wow, OK, so they're just all like they're like really naked. <laughs> I think it's wrong with nudity, but it's pretty weird because they're supposed to be teenage girls. Yeah, they're not. I think most of the actresses weren't teenagers. No, but the men all look like they were in their forties. They're supposed to be teenage (laughs) girls. They're frolicking through the the locker room, which is something that girls never did in my experience. Oh no! And Carrie was like taking a really long shower, and they were really focusing on her, like scrubbing up every part of her body. Yeah, it was like a little erotic almost exploitative a little bit and i was like what are men supposed to think watching this like obviously the actresses are legal but they're portraying teenage (laughs) girls 16 years old what are women supposed to think but you know like what are people supposed to think of this like egregious nudity I know, no, yeah. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, also, they do not wax in the seventies. <laughs> no, they don't, and they are was, quite proud of their bushes. You know, <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's uh it's just like it, it was just it wasn't sh- it wasn't shocking or anything. It was just kind of surprising. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. I guess you know, whatever. Yeah, nudity. Um, but her they were focusing like so much on her like cleaning like washing her legs and stuff like that and then you know she started like she got her period Mm -hmm. which because why not i mean in a creepy movie why not have a girl get her period (laughs) right like and immediately i was like okay so it's like your period like what's the big deal you know but her reaction was so over the top and i understand now that I've seen the movie, that it was because of her mother, who's like a crazy ev- ev- event evangelist. Evangelist is that your pronunciation? Yeah, evang- uh, evangelical. Evangelical, yeah, evangel. I think anyway, <laughs> super super religious, like so much to the point where she is like, "Let's pray because you've committed sin because you have your period." And I was like, 
totally normal, natural thing that happens to all women. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but that doesn't make her full of sin. But um, her reaction to, like, run and scream, like, help me. And then she, like, grabbed the girl's sweater with a bloody hand. I was so bummed out by that. I was like, oh, God. Just... <laughs> it's pretty gross. She grabbed the gym teacher's shorts, too. Yeah, and got- yeah. And there's, like, I, blood I think all it's- over the shorts and... That's that's one of the reasons why I'm like, oh, f- of course, like, whoever wrote this movie cannot resist writing menstruation into it. Like, they just, it just can't. Right. Like, it's well, like Stephen King wrote the original story. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, the thing is, Carrie is actually pretty smart. Uh-huh. Oh, she's, she, yeah, she's, she is. She she's totally is. able to talk to people. She reads. There'd be no reason why she wouldn't know what a period is because they right. have that in school. They teach that in school. Yeah. Well, do they though in the seventies? Yes. <laughs> they teach it in school. I mean I they I, teach what periods are. Yeah, right. I think. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they taught girls what their periods are right. in school. It's just it's strange that she reacted that way. Like it was so well, over the that's top. What I mean. You know? It's like it's it's just it's just over it's it's capitalizing on something that's a non-event it is it really a is. man is assuming that a woman would not know what a period is at 16 years old or whatever right, right. you know well is it possible that maybe when they were having sex education that her mom didn't let her it's possible but they didn't talk it? about it in the movie so right. that's a lot to assume yeah I know. I just. I, I think mean, it's, if I think it, it's definitely possible, and they could have said that the gym mm-hmm. teacher could have said to the principal, her mom wouldn't let her come to class on the days that we were teaching reproductive health. Right. Yeah. You know, and right. that would have taken care of it. Yeah, I agree. It's it's definitely it's just strange, like that she, because um, I wrote like it's odd. It makes me wonder if she even knows knows she even. She she even knows what a period is. Um, well, she didn't in the movie. No, she didn't. She at didn't all. know yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, I wanted to punch the principal in the face. I don't know yeah. how you felt about that, but uh, <laughs> he calls her Cassie several times, which I was like, dude, okay, it, that's not even close to Carrie. Like, if you're like, like if she, if her name was Casey and he was calling her Cassie, sure, that makes sense. What? What? Like what karen maybe you know like karen carrie sure you know that makes sense but he's like cassie no it's fine and the the gym teacher's like carrie and he's like cassie why don't you sit down she's like carrie and i was like are you fucking stupid dude like she's telling you her name like she's like she's not under like she's not being like oh no that's not her name like she's telling you like this is her name and i i was just like and and uh so um oh i thought it was funny that the kid on the bike was um the son of the director really Mm -hmm. oh that's funny yeah because the director's brian de palma i'm assuming anyway because the the kid's name was cameron de palma oh wow so i was like it's probably a little nepo little nep nep um so so anyway it's interesting I don't know if you want to talk about the principal scene. Sure. Okay. I don't I don't know if I really have much to say about that other than like just wanting to punch him in the face because he was being an absolute idiot. But um I mean they clearly know that the mother is a um 
you know, fanatic. Like, yeah, like a highly religious person because they're like, oh, well, you know how her mother is. And then we do see the mother going to the Snell house and she's like, she's like, uh, you know, trying to like push her religion on them. And, and that like look that she gave Mrs. Snell and when Mrs. Snell was like, just take this money and like go. <laughs> it was really like, that's really what she was saying. She's like, okay, here's 20 bucks. Bye now, you know? And and Mrs. White, Ka- Carrie's mom, I almost called her Cassie, Carrie's mom gave her this look like, you worthless piece of shit. And I was like, damn. I was like, I was like if looks could kill, that would have murdered her like several times over. And um, so we're like immediately introduced to the mother just... I think, I, I mean, what did you think about the whole, like, religious thing? Like, her being overly religious? I think it's, <clears throat> it's kind of interesting. Um, Rain Wilson made a tweet recently, because in the show, um, The Last of Us, there's, like, an evil character for an episode, and he's, like, a preacher, and of course he's evil. Is it Rain Wilson that plays him? No. Oh, okay. And uh, Rain Wilson posted that as soon as the preacher character started quoting Bible verses, he knew that the preacher was evil. Mm, interesting. And and I thought that was an interesting point, how, like, religion in some movies, especially extreme Christianity, is used, at, like, like, to signify, like, an evil character. Mm-hmm. And... I thought the mom was legitimately creepy. <laughs> like she was, she was she really was scary, creepy. and the religious yeah. imagery in the in the house was creepy as well. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. like that closet at all. Oh the yeah the like glowing eyed <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did the I crucifix? say? He looked like Weird Al almost. Yeah, like well, a he had weird, like cartoon like, painted on eyes. Yeah, it was, it was really super weird, creepy, and um and they just had like religious imagery all over their house, and and I and I think it's interesting that that was used so prevalently mm-hmm. and how the mother was she was at the snail house and she's like this is a godless generation and you know you guys need to you need to get on the right track and 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 then when carrie came home and the gym teacher called the house and presumably told the mom that carrie had gotten her period and she like locked carrie into a closet and made her say yeah. prayers she's she called it her closet yeah she's Which, like get in your closet it indicates to me that that is a place that carrie has to go when she's being punished yeah you know and she has like that scary crucifix and yeah. she has that like, she lights a candle and she has to say prayers and it's just like what a terrible existence i know and, i know and the mom's like you must have had an impure thought and uh, yeah, I, I don't didn't know. understand I that. Like uh, that's the, why I say it's legitimately scary and creepy because I think uh, even without the religious ex- aspect, like th- she's in an abusive household. Oh, big time! And yeah, her mother is, big time. is terribly scary. Yeah, I mean, I mean, her her mother tries to kill her in the end. Yeah, so like she's. I mean, it, yeah, I. I kind of like throughout the movie, and I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead. I kind of went back and forth with um, wondering if Carrie was like a product of rape. Um, but then Mrs. White said about like how she liked having sex with the father. And so I was like, okay, so I'm pretty sure she wasn't then. But it was just so she was, Mrs. White was just so, um, she was just so like, just 
creepy about it. I mean anything it was like she almost seemed like she didn't want her to talk to like other men like just even being in their presence was gonna make her sin or something you know I mean she was very controlling and yeah I think you're right like super creepy just really ugh, no thank you yeah she talks about she mentioned that the 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 husband left he yeah. abandoned them he cheated yeah, yeah. He, went, he ran away with another woman and um i was kind of like i don't blame him <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't think it's right that you left your daughter there to deal with his abuse but i like i also understand why he left that situation because i doubt it was very good for him either you know yeah but don't leave your kid come on you know yeah i don't know she's the mother seems like she definitely has mental problems oh for sure for she sure has mega issues yeah i mean you you don't try and kill your kid without having something really wrong with yeah. you you know well, or lock your kid in a closet <laughs> or punish them for having a period yeah punishing i mean that yeah. was just like yeah she was she was essentially punishing her for having a period and and i i'm i'm just like so uh, like i like there there's just such like now such a shame associated i mean really with everything that carrie does there's a, a shame a, a sen- like a sense of shame associated with it because everything she does i mean it's never going to be good enough for her mom because her mom is is crazy like her mom's psychotic you know and i feel comfortable using that term and i don't usually feel comfortable using that term because but in this case i think that's very that's accurate <laughs> um and i mean like it was making me nervous when the um so the girls at the school were all like and t- apparently the entire school is just everyone is just a giant piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> except for you know i was not on i was still not on board with the uh the gym teacher i thought she was a little predatory what um, yeah i did really? later yeah and at the prom she was like pushing away the hair from carrie's face i think she was being motherly <sighs> i just wasn't i wasn't sold on her because she like hit one of the other students i don't know maybe it's a 70s thing there's something about her that i was just like i, I I wasn't sold. I wasn't sold on her. But then you see her laughing later. Well, I was going to ask, but were any of them actually laughing? That's what I was wondering, too. I think too. that Carrie was so humiliating. She, humiliated. She was... She was like a, uh, like, like a, imagining it or they something. Because yeah. they sh- very clearly showed the crowd. So they very clearly showed the crowd horrified right. and shocked into silence. Right. And then when they showed them laughing, you were looking at it through this like kaleidoscope lens. That's of, true. Of, like Carrie's vision. So I don't think they actually were laughing. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's possible that some of them were. Um, well, the one, s- yeah. um, Norma was laughing. The one who Norma. always wore the hat. Oh. she was laughing but me with the terrible bangs yeah but most everybody else was was not laughing and i think she, that they weren't i don't think they were laughing but i think that it was just overload for carrie and her mom had said earlier they're all gonna laugh at you yeah yeah and you're I right she could have imagined i don't think it. she was laughing i mean it was it was such a traumatizing she was event, horrified you know? for yeah. her she was horrified okay yeah. yeah i guess yeah i don't i mean i guess what the issue I had was that she slapped one of the students. That's where I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm on board with this character. You so, don't think that student deserved to be slapped? Oh, she absolutely deserves to be slapped. Fuck Chris. Fucking fuck Chris. That stupid bitch. I hated her so much. Chris, I recognized Chris and I was like, <laughs> I know that face. I know that face. Who is she? She's RoboCop's partner. 
so you know what the one i recognized which i thought was really funny was mrs um, pool no it was um, randall <laughs> no hold on which one it was one of the girls oh it was helen she had like the big glasses yeah mrs pool oh edie mcclurg yeah. She played Mrs. Poole on a show called The Hogan Family that I watched as a kid. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like a nosy neighbor. And she was the principal's assistant in Ferris Bueller. Is that where you oh, recognize okay. her from? <laughs> that's it, that's it, that's yeah. totally it, okay. They, they think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> a righteous dude. Yeah, I thought that she, she like, didn't seem to have changed much. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> you know? I agree. Because I was like, I was like, who is she? Wait, her, her, who is she? Um, I thought that that was, I thought that was pretty funny. But And uh, the girl who played Norma her the actress name is PJ Souls and she was in a movie called Rock and Roll High School she played a character called Riff Randall who's obsessed with the Ra- Ramones and Ramones are actually in the band like they're in the movie like oh really yeah they're, and uh wait who, who do they play are they the band they play themselves oh they're the band yeah oh yeah. interesting i didn't so, know so uh when i and i don't know why they didn't explain in the movie why she always had a different wardrobe than everybody like she was always wearing different like that hat and then like different colored shorts even in gym class and she really didn't have she had no really no prominent role in the movie for her to dress like that she was like she yeah when she was wearing the same hat that she was wearing like to work out at like prom i was like so irritated by that i was like you can't take off your hat to go to prom why did they give her a cartoon (laughs) character wardrobe i know and there's no explanation her fringe was like like (laughs) a half of an inch like i was like Mm -hmm. oh i was like honey someone did you dirty with that those bangs like someone and if she did herself dirty then frankly she deserves it yeah (laughs) yeah um so so yeah so anyway so she like in the initial scene where she gets her period all the girls are like plug it up plug it up and like throwing tampons and like pads at her and stuff um and yeah that's pretty traumatic i mean clearly like (laughs) yeah seriously i mean clearly carrie has had this kind of creepy carry you know thing that she's probably had for years and years now and it's probably carried over to high school um but it's just like this girl cannot catch a break anywhere you know she's being traumatized at high school she's being traumatized by her mother um she has one person that she's relying on and that's the um gym teacher who she later believes is laughing at her so she's dead she kills her Mm -hmm. and um and it's just like I really like really empathized with Carrie you know I mean I was like I wanted to like keep her safe and I love that one of the things I really like and I they don't do this I think in a lot of movies with uh, people that have like super abilities or whatever is that she was researching her ability and I was like okay that's interesting I I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie before yeah and I like that she yeah and it's it's um like it it was just such a a different like kind of like a take on that that I was like why haven't more movies followed suit because that's a great I think personally that's a great uh, like instrument or something that you could use within a film to you know figure out why someone is doing what they're doing or whatever why they suddenly have these superpowers or whatever and because she was like I know I'm different something's different about me you know with like looking stuff up and I was like okay cool like that's I like that I like that she's trying to learn more about what's happening to her and 
that it was it was present from the beginning too because i thought what was going to happen was that it was going to be like a build-up you know Mm -hmm. where you're like at first like it's like she's just totally normal and then like things happen but it was like immediate and i was like okay good i like that i I feel like sometimes when they have a build-up it's either like not realistic or like bugs me or something you know what i mean but i think that this one it was well done you know yeah 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 i agree because right from the beginning whenever she's in a high stress situation something happens right yeah like so the when they're throwing breaks. the tampons at her yeah the light breaks and then the ashtray flips off the principal's yeah. desk which really grosses me out that they're all smoking inside <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was kind of funny the gym teachers <laughs> she's just like and pacing smoking. and smoking i was yeah. like okay um yeah, I mean, different time. <laughs> it's crazy that this was almost 50 years ago. Um, and then then you see, like, the custodians cleaning Carrie White eats shit on the gym wall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, just, like, but everyone's just, like, awful in this movie. And, like... Uh, I was thinking at the beginning, like, I've never been in a gym class where the people that are in my class care so much about the stakes of a volleyball game. <laughs> like, Carrie missed yeah. the last shot, and they were like, eat shit. I you know. Suck. They're like, you're, you're the suck. worst. You're the worst. And I was, I was like, like hey, guys, it's high school gym. I know. I was like, literally, you ha- like, most people do not. I, in my high school, they were like, ugh, I have I to know. go to gym. Yeah, like, why were these, <laughs> these girls were, like, super it's, into gym class? It's not like you're competing on a like, national level and you're like great why is Carrie part of our yeah. team she sucks like, like, in that case I could be I could understand that you know like you're bringing the team down right because you're not, not that right this was just like everyone has to go to mandatory gym class but they're like <laughs> oh my god I can't believe that you missed the ball and I was like who gives a fucking like, fool shit what does like, it matter yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, and, frolic <laughs> naked in the locker room some yeah, more slow motion yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they could have reduced a little bit of the slow motion in this movie. There was some that I was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. like some of it I get, but um, there was a whole like slow motion sequence in the prom thing where I was like, can we stop that doing was, the slow it was motion? Too much. It was too much. Yeah. Like, look here, look here, look right, here, look here. Right yeah. And she's like, and, and Sissy Spacex, you know, it's just like looking around, like smiling and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, she's beautiful. She's great. We know what's going to happen. So just let it happen. Yeah. You know I, mean? I think that they, if they just would have cut out maybe one or two shots, it would have, yeah. it would have worked. It was I like the realization from Sue that something nefarious was happening. And I do have a question about that. Um, but let's get to it. Let's get... Let's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I also would, and I think you may agree with this, that... Shit, what's his name? What's John Travolta's character's name? I come on to call him... I was like, I come on to call him Tommy. I know that was the other guy's name. Yeah. But then I was like, it's not Danny, though, right? Danny... <laughs> Danny Zuko? Danny Zuko. So, Billy... I feel very confident in saying that Billy is also probably a psycho. Because he brutally kills a pig with no thought. Yeah. And he slaps his girlfriend around. But she's oh, yeah. pretty nasty to him, she's too. She's pretty awful to him, too. They kind of so they kind of felt like they deserved right each, for other. each other. Yeah. 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 I mean, she was slapping him, too. It, yeah. was, it was a pretty equal slap fest, I would, you know. I mean, I don't think it's good to slap your significant other, regardless of what gender you are. Yeah. Um, it's abuse. No matter if you're female or male, it's still abuse, <laughs> you know. But he just like she's she kept calling him like a stupid shit or he dumb, dumb shit. shit, yeah. And he's like, I don't like that, and and so just 
just these people like these kids are so nefarious. That's a word you use a lot. I know <laughs> I'm using your word. They're so nefarious getting a bucket of pig's blood. And like, so they a lot of blood as well. Yeah. And so they break into I find it hard to believe that people at the prom weren't like, does it smell like a dead animal? In I here? was actually thinking, I actually wrote that in my notes yeah. too. I was like, no one notices that pig, like it's, it smells like pig blood. Yeah. Cause like, I know that pigs, like from what I've heard that pigs stink really bad. And I don't know about their blood, but I know that like in general, the farms really well, reek. I mean, if you have beef or chicken or something and you get one of those styrofoam containers, yeah, just set it out on your counter yes. for a night. Oh, and yeah, it will I have, I have, a, I have a direct experience with yeah. something like that because so, did I ever tell you that I was like with a friend and yeah, we, in your car, yeah, and it was, yeah, it was but like, I mean, like just the blood, not even the meat, just the blood. Oh, will yeah, start to stink. Because oh, yeah. It's it's rotting right it's, right you know so also i feel like there would have been a film on top <laughs> a bucket full of blood <laughs> overnight yes and the whole day uh-huh. would start to smell right and it's near the lights too yeah yeah mm. yeah no i i was wondering why it would have been kind of interesting if one of one of them had said something like, oh, "Why does it smell in here?" You that know, or been, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that would have been interesting. But no, we didn't get that. Um, yeah, I, I like. So, I feel like I don't. I I wasn't like I really wasn't sure about Sue and Tommy's intentions. Do you feel the same way? Well, that's what I liked about the movie, is that I was questioning their intentions all the way through until it became apparent that they weren't part of the yeah. the prank. Because I'm I'm 100% certain now that they weren't part of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think but so But I either. really liked that I questioned it the whole time. <laughs> Me too. It, it, there wasn't enough evidence in either direction, except for the fact that... Um, when you see Tommy with his friends going to buy suits, he's not with John Travolta. So I thought, it doesn't seem like he's friends with John Travolta or the two that helped John Travolta kill the the pig. Right. So that's interesting. And then, um, and then obviously Sue like leaves her house at eight p.m. and you think she's gonna go be part of it, but she just wanted to see, yeah, if yeah. Carrie became prom queen and she was legitimately happy for her. And yeah. The so thing I, that I thought was a little bit weird is that. So, Sue and Tommy are a couple. Right. And Sue feels bad for Carrie, so she asks Tommy to take Carrie to the prom. So, they're still a couple, but Tommy's, like, kissing Carrie. Yeah, I thought and that, I was, that like, was strange, is too. Is this legit? Because why, he doesn't have to kiss her. He can just take her to the prom. Right. Unless he just, like, started, like, her him and Sue aren't actually an item, and he just kind of started liking Carrie. Because Carrie was being really sweet. She was just nervous. And, right. And he was like, there's nothing to be... And he was being, like, a really sweet and gentle yeah, date. Yeah, I thought so, too. But I was nervous the entire yeah. time. So, I was like, every single move he made, I was like, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, like, boy. You is this real? Her. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting like i i did not trust him at all i thought he was part of it so it seems like what sue was telling what was it miss collins was that the gym gym teacher teacher, yeah um it seems like sue was telling miss collins like no i genuinely want her to have a good time but the way that she was coming across was so dismissive yeah that i thought that 
her and Chris and Tommy and Billy were all like in on it. Yeah, like in league with each other to destroy, to like publicly humiliate this poor girl in this really horrible way mm-hmm. just because you what got it some detention. Like, okay, maybe you should like just it's like maybe have some self actualization and look at your own. Well, I, yeah, and I mean <laughs> like Sue did behavior. Sue did of course, right? right yeah. yeah. So but Sue kind of had know a, that right. So Sue kind of had like a redemption arc because I was watching that scene where she's like following the rope up and she's like look like with her eyes and she's looking up and then she's realizing that the pig's blood's up there yeah or there's she doesn't she doesn't know what it is she's just realizing that there's a bucket up there and they're planning something and and i but i was like i was like she knows she fucking knows you know what i mean and then and then obviously it came to light that she didn't know yeah um and so i was it was I did like that too like I was just so conflicted the whole movie because I didn't trust either of them at all yep. like I was like no yep. I no agree. way I agree and and like I trusted them like sometimes I trusted them sometimes I didn't yeah. sometimes I did sometimes I didn't well and the thing is too is that Carrie says earlier to Miss Collins that it isn't the first time that he had tricked her so I thought she just mentioned him I didn't think yeah. she said him specifically I just thought she, she's like I know I've been tricked by them before oh maybe the girls maybe yeah she's this is what I thought I thought, I thought she, she said him but yeah, maybe she said them I thought she was talking about because she said Tommy asked me and Miss Collins was like that's awesome that's so great and she's yeah. like no I've been tricked by them before I know who he runs around with meaning oh yeah yeah okay so that's yeah, what yeah, I took it yeah. as I think you're right cause yeah because he just seemed he seemed like super genuine and nice yeah and when the teacher was kind of teasing Carrie because she liked his poem mm-hmm. he said like you sucked about right. the teacher like he could tell that he oh felt- I thought he was talking to Carrie I thought he was talking about no, Carrie no no because okay. the look on his face like when she's like it's beautiful about the poem you like he because he was kind of like smiling and yucking it up for the classmates right, right. but then when she said it was beautiful like he got pretty grave like he i think he's just like he just is a, like maybe one of the only genuine people in the school yeah maybe and i think in like in any other circumstance he probably wouldn't have done anything with carrie like gone to the prom with her or anything but they would have just been indifferent towards each other not mean to right, each other you know right, what i mean right, but yeah. because sue asked him and so yeah, so I thought that he was he was a genuine guy. I did. I thought the kissing was weird because I was like, this is I did too think that far. was weird too. But I thought it was really he was I just mean, really sweet to her. I guess Sue and him weren't like super established, but it se- yeah. did seem like they were dating or they liked each other somewhat yeah. or something. So yeah, I also my my fingers falling asleep. My <laughs> like my my pinky oh, finger. Yeah. Um, I feel like oh, what was I gonna say? Um talking about him and sue the relationship being genuine yeah i it 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 just took me by surprise but not in a bad way i liked it i Mm -hmm. liked that it took me by surprise because the entire time i was just like i mean it it's like this whole thing is so horrible and then on top of that you have a person who is just like just kidding i was part of this whole thing and so it's like i mean if that doesn't fuck you up for life, I don't know what will. But yeah. she, like, this poor girl is just, like, so messed up. Well, and just so, like, people are just so cruel to her, you know? I liked, I really liked the juxtaposition between um, Carol and Billy mm-hmm. and Sue and Tommy. Because you see Carol and Billy. Like Carol is. Is it Chris? Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris, yeah. Sorry. Chris. 
Chris and Billy. So Chris and Billy are fighting, like we, like you said, and they're riding in a car, and they're like he's drinking and driving. And <sighs> their relationship is just like volatile so and weird, volatile. and like too mature for their age. And and then that's juxtaposed with Sue, who's studying while Tommy watches TV. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really sweet. Like you get to see the different relationships, and then finally Tommy's like okay fine I'll take I'll take Carrie to the prom and I just thought it was like that's the more normal high school relationship yeah and I think that that's a clue like looking back like that was a clue that they were genuine because just the the circumstances they were in when they decided but the movie is made well enough where I, I couldn't trust it you know and I yeah, like that yeah, I think yeah. that's no, interesting I think so too I think that it's um because I, I don't think I ever ever was ever trustworthy or felt trust towards billy and chris you know the entire time i was like i mean chris was like just such an entitled brat you know the entire Mm -hmm. time like she didn't want to do the detention and i was like well then don't treat your fellow you know class like classmate like shit and then you won't get in trouble you know it's like yeah it's as easy as going you know like hey maybe don't touch my sweater with your bloody hand or i can't i don't remember who she touched but um or i think it was chris that she uh, yeah i think so too and i can understand that upsetting her totally because that would upset me too but i wouldn't like humiliate someone and do you know like i would be i might like avoid them forever <laughs> you know i might not want to be friends with them yeah but i wouldn't i ever, don't know. I, I mean i wouldn't even think of that like that like that is so awful you yeah, know yeah i mean just these kids were like it, it just it, it makes me wonder what kind of home life they have because i imagine their home life is not good especially billy's home life i would imagine his is yeah you don't pretty really bad to see too much but yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely they kind of act like latchkey kids a little bit like they don't have anyone really caring about their well-being yeah well yeah he's drinking and driving yeah like, <laughs> the, i was I, I was like i was like the cops pull him over cops pull him over and they never did and i was yeah i was like Ugh. I um, gotta talk about the the oral sex scene <laughs> because first of how all, was it? Because she kept saying his name. Well, she, she was, was supposedly giving him. A- she her head was moving. He was right. he was definitely she was into it into it. Yeah, she was supposed to be giving him a blowjob, but talking clear as day. <laughs> and I was like, choose your lane. The movie needs to choose its lane. Either she's giving him a hand job or she's right. giving him a blowjob. And Next one of them, can she can see talk. Both of her hands, though. No, she's not giving. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you have to choose. Right. If no, you want her I to agree. talk, I, then I, she I totally should be agree. giving him a hand job. Right. She would not be talking. It was. Th- I think that was the worst part of the movie, just because I was like, <laughs> "There's no, like, this is this isn't realistic in any way, shape, or form. It's like a '70s sex scene that makes no sense. <laughs> it was. And I know. I, <laughs> Excuse me. I thought <coughs> I got a little excited there. Apparently, um, I yeah, I I thought that too. Like I was like, she's just like Billy, Billy, and he's like, oh yeah, this is really good. And I was just like, what's happening here? Because like, her hands were on his chest. She was giving him a blowjob allegedly, apparently, but she was able. She's really terrible at giving them. Apparently, she, was she able does to not talk know how it goes. Totally normal. She might as well just been like talk talking about the weather. For she how might clearly as well just she talking talk. to like the zipper of his pants. Yeah, honestly. that's what it seemed like. like. That's except, what it was. Except she, her. I agree. Like her head was moving up and down. Right, right. And then she's like, "I hate Carrie," and I was like, "That's a weird 
pillow talk. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's hot. Yeah. Babe, keep going. And so apparently he was coerced <laughs> by a single blowjob into torturing this poor girl and yeah. killing a pig. And, and killing a pig, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what, though? If he's willing to do that, it's likely that it would not have taken him much, taken much just, coercing yeah, at all. Yeah. I mean, because he's, like, he's clearly, there's a lack of empathy there that is very worrisome, you know? He hits his girlfriend a bunch of times. He's, I mean, it, it's just like any, any future that Billy has, well, had would have had would have been very bleak i bet you i do not imagine him having any sort of happy or long-lasting future you know like guy turns into an alcoholic by the time he's 18 he's like has a couple of kids that he hates his wife he hates because everything sucks when you, you know jeez <laughs> uh, i can just see it i can see it um I can see it now. I wanted, so I just have to say really quick the scene where they're doing the tuxedo scene. Mm-hmm. One of the guys legitimately looked 40. Yeah, the, the shortest one. <laughs> yes, I was yeah. like, I was like, he's a teenager. <laughs> is he? Because yeah. did they just like see someone off the street and they're like, you're short. It works. And, and he's like, I have forehead wrinkles. And they're like, it's fine. <laughs> we don't care. Like, I told my, I sent Mike a clip of that scene because I thought, I said, I think, I thought you would like this funky beat. <laughs> And he's like, that's like they got a bunch of white men together and said, play funk. <laughs> it's such a weird, it's such a weird interlude. Like, none of the movie is like that. I know. It, it was, yeah. it was kind of, yeah, it was just, it was strange. Like, the whole tuxedo scene was just, <laughs> it was okay. I mean, it just, but I wrote, all of these teenagers look like they're in their 30s and 40s. And yeah. I didn't think Sissy Spacek did. I thought she looked like she could have been, like, 18, you know? Yeah, she looked I very thought so young. too. And I thought she had a really great look for this movie because she's she's very pretty, but she's very unique looking. Mm-hmm. She has a very unique nose, very unique features, and I think that worked really well for this creepy, mousy sort of character, but she's definitely not ugly. No, and yeah. she's somebody that, you know, it, people... In, in a nicer school would include and think she's pretty and yeah. you know but she has a very unique look and I thought that that worked really well and I thought that I think so too I liked that her she spoke so freely to her mother mm-hmm. even though her mother was so abusive she like argued with her mother and I thought that that was really interesting I like that too yeah because I was expecting her to just be like yes mother okay yeah. you know but she was like no and then I like that towards the end she kept Te- like uh, telekinetically, like pushing her mom into the bed. Yeah, and she's and like, she had those scratch- sit and stay there until I leave. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, good for you. And the you. mom got those scratch marks on her face. Yeah, it, yeah. she it was. I mean, I she's thought it like, was good. It's a witch. It's a witch. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Um. What are we like? Sixteen <laughs> centuries. You know Salem. She is a witch. She, she turned me into a newt. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, better. <laughs> I got better. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I I think I've only seen Sissy Spacek in a couple things, and they've both been Stephen King things. Really? Yeah. The other one is Castle Rock. Oh, she's okay. the she played them. So um, there's like the first season is about this guy named Henry Deaver, who's played by Andre Holland, and she was like his adoptive mother. Um, but she she was like a dementia patient, or she had dementia. Oh, and so. 
her story was like really sad. I mean, the whole show is like not a happy show because it's Stephen King, but like you know, right? Um, yeah. But I I really liked her. I really liked her in that, and I I can't I honestly can't remember really anything else I've seen her in unless it was very casual, you know. Yeah, I think I've seen her in other things, but I think it's casual, like you said. Yeah. But yeah. um, her daughter, Skylar Fisk, Shyler Fisk, she's is, been a couple. Is things. it like S? C-H. C-H. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Skylar. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's been in, she was in the Babysitter's Club when I was oh. in school. But like the the one that came out in the 90s. Oh my God, the one with, was it yeah, Larissa she Olenek, was it? Yeah. Wasn't um, Rachel, yes. That's um, Lee, Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she played Marianne. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, me too. I did too. It was so much fun. It was such I a mean, cute movie. So I thought the movie was so fun. And then I recently saw a video on Instagram of somebody reviewing it. And they were talking about how, uh, what's her name? Uh, the blonde girl. I don't remember her name. Not. not I'm gonna, I need to look anyway, it up. Anyway, she played a, thir- a 13 year old. And yeah. she was like trying to date like a, a 17 or an 18 year old French exchange student and he took her <laughs> tried to take her to a club in New York City what? and found out that she was only 13 and then he's like I'm gonna come visit next summer and she's like I'll be 14 then and the, and the guy who was reviewing it was like so in this movie it's okay for like an 18 year old to take a 14 year old but it's not okay for the 13 year old yeah and at the time like when I was when I saw it I was probably in fourth grade maybe is it well, so uh, Skylar Fisk played Christy. Yeah, she was like the sporty one. She was right? the one. Yeah, and her dad, like and there was her Stacey. wayward father, had come back. Stacy, who played Stacy? Um, she's blonde, right? Brie Blair. Yeah, I think she's the one who was like thirteen. This is like the picture of her. Yeah, that's Stacy. Yeah, so yeah. she was the one who was like thirteen, and now like. When I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is totally legit for 13-year-olds to act this way. <laughs> oh, my God, that's ridiculous. so funny. Yeah. It's so funny, like, seeing a movie that you loved as, like, a kid, and you were like, oh, my God. I have not I have not watched it since that time, and I think it's maybe safe. Because I feel like in the last 10 years, I thought maybe I should rewatch it, because it just was, like, held such a special place in that time period because i didn't read the babysitter club's books oh i, d- I did i didn't They're read fun. them at all but the the, mo- the movie trailer had uh better than ezra in the trailer <laughs> and i really thought that song was cool and i thought that the trailer was so cool wait is it that the lo- the one that's like the yeah is it good yeah i love that song like i was like my 10 year old or whatever self i feel like it was 1994 it was yeah i don't know i just got back to carrie so i don't want to I'm gonna um, look really quick. Babysitters. I like. Club <laughs> like we went on this total movie. About Babysitters Club. 1995. Okay, so, oh, I, wow. was, so that I was, was yeah. almost 11. I was 10 going on so 11. I was eight. And um, so and I just remember thinking like, this is so cool. It's a movie about <laughs> young girls. That's like me. And uh, I know I love. And it. now like. I think it won't wouldn't hold up, so I'm afraid to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. but I, I I have been curious about it, but I've resisted. <laughs> you know what movie I recently? Well, this was years ago. This was like three or four years ago. Did you ever see the movie Blank Check? Yes. Oh, oh my god, that movie is so <laughs> creepy. She doesn't now. have like a weird romance with an <laughs> yes! adult woman. Like 
Yeah. He's like, she's like, uh, so he. She's got to be like 25. First, yeah. So he like sees this kid like thir- like 12 maybe yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And for some reason gets a blank, a check for a million dollars. No, because a guy, uh, like a rich guy runs him over. He's on his bike and he oh, runs yeah, him yeah, over. Right. And the guy is like in too much of a hurry to see if he's okay. So he just gives him a blank check. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. so the kid's like a million dollars. And, uh, and there's this like woman from the bank that's like keeps coming to him and talking it's to him so weird and it's yeah, they it have like a romantic, romantic they have a like romantic weird. frolic oh. in a like a fountain like a, a ground fountain where the water like springs up they have like this romantic romp through it and i'm like i even as a kid even as a kid i oh, thought that God. was weird because i was like she's like an adult <laughs> i know oh you know what speaking of kids movies that are creepy is it Shazam or Kazam? I can never remember. Shazam is a movie. I never saw it. It's Shazam, Shazam that's is a movie. Yeah. And that's the one with Simbad or Shaq? No, that's the fake one that everyone thinks is real. Remember, there's like a fake one that everyone oh, thinks is yeah. real, and then there's the real one. Is Shaq? It's Shaq. Shaq yeah, is yeah. in Shazam. Simbad so, is in Kazam. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. It's one of those. The one that exists. <laughs> There's like a whole thing on it on yeah, that show Inside Job that the remember I told you about the with it's like a animated with Christian Slater and yeah there's like a whole joke about ah uh, yes yeah. but um that movie was like kind of like traumatizing oh. the kid fucking dies at one point oh. he falls down an elevator shaft Jeez. <laughs> I was like oh my god like, like and the dad was like kind of terrible to him like it was kind of like i i just <laughs> i watched it like maybe four years ago and i was like oh my god this is a kid's <laughs> movie i'm like the kid fucking falls down an elevator shaft <laughs> i was like it's a cautionary tale <laughs> like he lives he he gets put, brought back to oh, life because he's a genie or something right right but Shaq i was like genie. but i was like but the kid still died yeah he still had to die <laughs> like, in the first place was like, yeah oh my god it was so like and it was just it's so it's so weird like the movies that we watched and loved as kids yeah. actually i don't think i ever saw it as a kid i didn't see it ever i've never seen it but i was curious as an adult because yeah. i heard about it and then I heard about the whole Shazam Kazam thing, you know, like one of the what whichever movie doesn't exist, um, and and I, I was just like I was watching it and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe <laughs> this is a kids film. <laughs> this is so messed up. It was so dark. I like it. It was so dark. It's, it's pretty so weird. weird. Like the yeah, movies that we're just check like is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The 90s were like this weird time for movies. I know. We've talked about it. I We've know. talked about it. They can only, like, things that can only exist in that <laughs> decade. Like, some, yeah. some 90s movies are so great. Sure. Some of, of them course. are. That's like that in every decade. Yeah. Right. But then there's like, like, the 90s had a lot of really great films that came out. But then there's all these like little scattered like films yeah. where we're like, what were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> so, Strange stuff. It's so weird. Yeah. Um Okay, so let's get back to the movie. So um I don't know if you notice this, but the um couple things actually there was a cross on the street right outside the white's house oh yeah yeah i didn't put it together until you mentioned it but i can see it because she looked out the window and she thought tommy was there and you're right it was like painted on the cement yeah i thought it was at first like a parking Mm -hmm. spot but i was like no that that's not no that's a cross that's a cross there was also a song the song that was playing the lyrics as they were walking into the prom was the devil has hold of his soul oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i was like 
Because they who, just sing tunes. Like, who ordered huh. this prom band? <laughs> They're not singing the greatest hits of 1976. No, they are not. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So let's see. I I wrote down that like they act like winning prom king and queen was like winning an Oscar. Yeah, I. <laughs> it feel it felt a little over the I, top. Well, I feel like every movie every hollywood movie makes prom king and queen seem like something special it's like the ultimate goal for any yeah, high school any student. teen any teen movie that takes place in high school that i didn't has a prom go to my scene. prom i didn't either i really i, didn't go I have mine. no regrets i don't care i like, uh, i regret because i feel like i let my friend down because her and i always talked about like if we didn't have dates we'd just go together as friends but then i decided that i didn't want to go mm-hmm. and did she go she went yeah and she was legitimately mad at me for real reasons (laughs) she she should have been mad at me you know i mean like i regret those actions i don't regret the prom itself i just regret like i should have just gone yeah yeah but um anyway yeah i mean i don't even know who won prom king and queen for my class i don't and at this point (laughs) even if i did none of that would matter and i don't even know if i would remember the people (laughs) the movie might be like it was so and so and so so and i'd be like were they blondish yeah (laughs) yeah movies make it seem like a huge deal it it is it's like it's like the prom the prom in the kissing booth where they had like pictures of her like just doing a strip tease like it's a beloved memory <laughs> from high school and i remember being like who was in that who was in yeah. <laughs> who was taking <laughs> pictures of her like who was like i have to capture this for the prom for the why prom and why <laughs> and even if they did take a picture why would anyone okay that being hung up i know and that movie it's like made me so uncomfortable that movie is bad, but <laughs> the prom thing is like such a such a weird and i don't necessarily mind it to be honest like I think it's weird the emphasis they put on like prom king and queen and I think it's weird the emphasis they put on prom but I don't mind it as a vehicle to tell some story no, like I she's agree, all I that agree. she's all that is kind of like a carry story with like a happy ending right and I like that movie it's cute it's not a great movie it's just a cute movie you I know? remember liking it too, and there's yeah. like a prom a whole prom storyline in that and there's prom storylines and in, in other things that i don't mind but i do think it's weird yeah that, that they make you like i feel like prom isn't a big deal for anyone but the movies the movie the movies are okay knowing that we know it's not a big deal but we right. pretend it's a big deal for a movie Does i know that make sense? yeah no it, yeah it's it's like um it's like the trope of like the girl having her hair up and wearing glasses then the second she takes yeah, it down she's like exactly. suddenly super beautiful it's like a no like she was yeah. always beautiful like it was just yeah she just wore she glasses, just wore glasses. Hair up, and they're like la- there's uh there's um not another teen movie mm-hmm. and one of the characters goes laney so-and-so is hot <laughs> like <laughs> like he was suddenly discovering this and i was like oh boy i re- i thought i, I kind of remember thinking that movie was kind of funny but it was a little I stupid thought it was funny too yeah you liked it too. even john travolta did that i mean he did that in carrie he looked yeah. out from under the stage and he's like that carrie white is pretty cute <laughs> and chris was really pissed and i was like sure chris was pissed, none of yeah. this none of this should be new information no i know she's a I hollywood know. actress <laughs> Of course, she's cute. She's adorable. I know. (laughs) I know. It's It's, like, you know, (laughs) classic. It's just so. um, Let's see. 
Oh, so then, okay. So I wrote down that the two people who actually deserve her wrath weren't even in the building, but that she, which is yeah, Chris and Billy, him. but she gets them later. Yeah. Because, so Chris, like, fucking tries to hit Carrie with her car. Like, she actively tries oh, she to was, kill her. Yeah, she was going to kill her. And she was, she like, was gonna straight up, over. like, I, I was just, like, all, like, I mean, really, if you think about this, Chris was willing to go to prison, likely for a very long time, if not the rest of her life, probably not the rest of her life, but definitely for a long time, I would say at least 40 years, because you had detention for a week? No, 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 no. I think she's, I mean, they watched Carrie doing all that stuff. I mean, oh that, oh that's right. They that's right. The window, that's right. That so they were like, probably trying to kill her. Prom. Right. They're trying, trying to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even think. I didn't yeah, even put two no, together. But you're I, right. Yeah. So I can understand maybe being like that. She's a threat. Like she's an active threat. Like she's to a us. monster. I would right. be like, she's a monster. She. There's yeah. a freak. There's something wrong with her. Right. Not that I would justify hitting someone with a car, no. but I can see like they just watched the most horrific. They watched people in their class just get brutally murdered. Right. Yeah. And like burned to I death. Did, and I did yeah. think like. So after the pig's blood dropped on Carrie and she started losing her mind and her telekinesis started making things happen when the fire hose was just like spraying people, I was like, is this the end? (laughs) Is this the end of Carrie? The fire, she just makes the fire hose spray right, people, right? Because I was like, I am underwhelmed <laughs> if this is the end. Like, I am whelmed, even people, even people in 1976 shouldn't think that this is scary, no, no, but then it amped up and like, uh it caused an electrical fire and like pieces of the set were falling and like pinning like it pinned the gym teacher against the wall and she died yeah and tommy totally not because of carrie the bucket fell on his head and presumably killed him from like a blunt force trauma i I remember him saying ow and then kind of staggering around i don't think it killed him he totally collapsed and the gym teacher was trying to carry him out when the set piece knocked her over so maybe he was still alive but he was just stuck in the gym that burned down yeah and then there was like a huge fire and people were just dying and running i mean it was sad that i'm sure there's like a bunch of innocent people that were in there because it was really it was really only like a like a A select group group. of girls right yeah and you know their shitty boyfriends whatever if you want to use plural um i want to talk about when she gets home oh yeah so I was like, okay, so every single candle's lit in her house, including ones on the bed. So that doesn't seem even remotely oh, there dangerous. there's a creepy cutscene while, <laughs> while she's at the prom. It shows her mom, like, kind of going crazy and, like, hitting the cutting board with a knife. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was cutting was weird. carrots, which I was wondering if there was a reason that they chose carrots, like, if it was, like, phallic a phallic thing. Yeah, I mean... I can't, I wouldn't say it was a, an accident. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking, I was like, I mean, like, it was like, a, the only thing that they could do to, like, make it more phallic was, like, use a cucumber or something, you know what I mean? And then I'd be like, okay, yeah, an no, that's plant. definitely, like, a, an eggplant, there you go. Um, but, so, every single candle was lit in her house. There were some that were sitting on the bed, mm-hmm. which I was like, <laughs> great. <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea <laughs> <You know? laughs> um and it like so she so she like goes upstairs and she takes a bath which bummed me out that she washed it off and then just like dried off and i was like okay but like 
take another bath. I know. I was thinking like Please. the water was so red with all the <laughs> yeah, pig blood. I was like, blood really bummed out by she that. She was just using like a bar of soap I for know. everything. I was like, I was like, just rinse it out, rinse out the tub, and then just get right back in that bath because you it again. need another scrub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um. And like the mom, when she go, I don't know if you noticed it, but like she goes into the bathroom and the mom is like standing in like a yeah. white gown, like just staring at door. her. Yeah. yeah. Super creepy. And then she's gone when, when Carrie comes out again. And, um, and it was interesting because she's, she's standing in a white gown. And then when she comes out, the mom's wearing black. No, oh, she's wearing white. I wrote, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that she was wearing black when she comes back yeah, out again. She's in the same spot. Is she? Carrie comes out of the bathroom and she comes out from behind the door wearing a white, like a white nightgown. Why did I think she was wearing black? I wrote that down. I don't know. Um, yeah, so then we, we kind of talked earlier about how um, she talked about like the father, you know, and I said that I thought maybe Carrie was product rape, but she said that and Mrs. White, you know, said that she liked having sex with him, but she was like, I, because I, was curious my thought was maybe that she had been like religious but not so like so super super duper religious um and maybe like something had happened with the dad that caused her to become that way and i was like okay that would make sense you know but it seemed like she was just always kind of like that yeah and um I mean, I'm assuming that she was probably abusive towards the husband as well. I just, I can't assume Could that be. she wasn't. Like, I can't well, see she, her not being. She alluded to feeling guilty about having premarital sex. Right. And then when they got married, they didn't have sex. Right. Because I think she must have, like, felt guilty. Yeah. And then he got drunk because he was an alcoholic, I think she said. And then they did have sex, and she really enjoyed it, but right. felt guilty for enjoying it. Right, right, yeah. And then she got pregnant for Carrie, and, and obviously he left, because I think you're right, she probably was abusive towards him. Yeah. And then... And she... The rest is history. She, yeah, so... I mean, so she, like... I mean, Mrs. White is just something else. Because she stabs Carrie, stabs her in the back. Yeah, Carrie's like... Carrie is like, hold me, Mama. They all tried to laugh at, or they all did laugh you know, at me. I'm like, hold this me. Poor girl's just trying to find comfort in her mom. And so the mom and was like, like, yeah, we'll pray, we'll pray, and we'll make it all better. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And right. then she stabbed her. Yeah, because she yeah. said she was a witch. Yeah, she's. I mean, she really like had the intention of like ending her daughter's life mm-hmm. when she came home. And did you think that when Carrie was like telekinetically stabbing her with those knives that the the sounds she was making sounded almost orgasmic because it sounded did. like they she was enjoying it like almost strangely sexual it yeah. did okay mm-hmm. okay so it I wasn't just so. me yeah i was like i was like wow it she happened, and it happened too many times to be like right an accident right like if she had done it once i would have been like okay maybe that was just a weird sound of pain yeah. but no she was like eh, and i'm like oh right then okay all right well okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and i this is maybe just my own thing, but I didn't think that they looked deep enough or were in the right places to kill her that quickly. I did. Th- I thought the same thing. Like they were very superficial. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was strange. Like if one was like in her heart and it was like deep, sure, mm-hmm. totally. But even if it wasn't removed, I was still like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm. I don't really know anything. 
about that type of thing but to me it seemed like it was just too convenient that she died so quickly from that like i was like mm, i just don't know if i believe that you know mm-hmm. um and i kind of wish they had maybe just made it a little bit more gruesome so it was yeah. like so you're like okay just yeah she's dead going more yeah right or something like something anything for us to be like okay she's definitely dead there's no way she could have survived that but instead it just seemed too convenient like it was just like she's just like eh, i'm dead and you're like okay are mm-hmm. you you know yeah and i kept wondering i was like is she coming back and then the the like house started falling apart around them which i think it it must have been carrie doing that yeah because carrie realized what she'd done she killed her mother and i think that that grief and shock caused the house to just start being destroyed but i wasn't sure if it did sink into the ground i don't know because then it like spontaneously lit on fire yeah and then she died with her mom right in the closet of all places yeah she like dragged them into this creepy closet and then poor girl so i don't know but i don't know if it like just collapsed and then they like raised it and just removed it all from the lot or right. if it collapsed into the ground because somebody wrote on the for sale sign like carrie is burning in hell well that was a dream though so i don't oh, know you're yeah, right i don't think that dream. was real yeah okay. because yeah. i thought i remember when sue was approaching it i was like oh interesting she's playing she's paying respects that's mm-hmm. nice but then as I as she got closer, I was like, wow. So that first sale sign's like huge compared to her. And I was like, mm, this I don't think this is right. There's something yeah, off about it. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. Then, yeah, the hand. She, oh, my gosh. Carrie's hand grabbed that her. jump scare. They had one jump scare in the movie, and they really used it to the, their advantage. Did you jump? Because I jumped out of my skin. <laughs> Did you? I was uncomfortable. How, like, I jumped so hard that I was like, I didn't like the feeling of that. <laughs> That's it interesting. Because really I was shocked like, me. Because I was like, oh. I, I was I it was I was I didn't I, didn't, I, I don't just, think I even it had really a got me it. I uh, it got so me funny. and <laughs> I see that's a that's a trope in horror movies I've seen that a lot so yeah it's it was nothing like, new or original no, I don't I'm not, not saying it wasn't no, I'm just saying I, I, they I, had one jump scare and they used it and it got me and it got you but I liked that so Sue was like kind of in a catatonic state almost right you see her mom like talking on the phone she's like yeah i think we need to leave town because the doctor said she's so young that someday she'll she'll forget about this and i was like i don't know what hack doctor you're going to but she's probably (laughs) eight 17 i don't think she's gonna forget she's watching her boyfriend die watching her friends die watching the building people that she just went to high school with die i mean regardless of whether or not you even know these people that's still gonna be super traumatizing yeah yeah, no i know that like the doctor said it too like she'll forget about and i was like "Mm, she probably (laughs) won't if she was like three sure maybe okay but i could be on board with that but 17 (laughs) nah at this point with her she's like a pretty fully formed person yeah (laughs) so then she she had that dream that she walked to the lot where the house used to be and 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 she's wearing like the white like the white dress which i thought was interesting like almost like a virginal kind of look yeah Yeah. and carrie's arm like reached out and grabbed her from the ground and uh then she started screaming and her mom was like it's all right you're safe i know but she just kept screaming i I felt bad for sue you know it's it turns out that she was kind of she had good intentions she wasn't like maybe the greatest person ever but she didn't she wasn't like an evil person either you know um she's human i guess you'd say yeah and i think it's easy to get involved with peer like peer pressure to bully someone um 
I'm not saying it's right to do. I'm just saying that it's, I think it's easy to get pulled into that yeah. sort of thing, you know? I think so, um, too, especially somebody who's an easy target when you're yeah. 17. Yeah, it's, you, a, know? you know, you're just, you're so, like, uh, there's, like, a lot of studies about how rejection, uh, peer rejection affects teenagers, and it's, it's extraordinary. I mean, like, not in a good way. It's, like, really, really scary and sad how it affects teenagers. So it's, like, it's totally, it's understandable that she might, get into that sort of thing just because she wants to be accepted by her peers. Yeah. And her peers are people like Chris, who's yeah. just a total piece of shit. Um, but I also wrote that at the end, I thought that the Jesus statue actually kind of looked like her mom with like the frizzy hair. Oh, yeah. I didn't put that together because I actually looked away because I, I recognized that the camera was going to stay on it for a while and I was like, this is too weird. I don't want to watch it. So I looked away when it, as it goes, it was creepy. It was like the glowing eye. Yeah, no, it was, it wasn't like, I was like, why would someone want this? (laughs) Like get a nice looking one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so would you recommend it? I think I would because i appreciate its contribution to film and i think if you are a fan of scary movies uh then this probably is one of the quintessential ones that you should see yeah um it's not necessarily a movie that i would ever gravitate towards i can't see myself really ever watching it again by you know just like by choice where it's my idea i mean um but i think that it's it's pretty well made i think it one of the few there's a lot of movies that were made decades ago that stand the test of time for reasons that i can't really fathom like they just sort of exist still in people's minds as something worthwhile and i think that this one deserves that accolade i think so too and i because of that i probably will never watch a remake by choice either because i don't think that a remake could fix it yeah or do anything that that isn't already done in this movie so i think that for that reason yes how how about you um pretty much the same thing i think that i'm there is a small part of me that is curious about the new ones but not enough to seek it out Mm -hmm. um i think that I'm glad I saw it. I actually, I was kind of looking forward to watching it because I was like, you know, I love horror. I've never seen Carrie or I thought I had, but apparently, <laughs> obviously not. Yeah. Um, and um, it was like, and it was such a, like, it's just, as you said, quintessential movie that it was kind of like, I finally have seen this film. Yeah. You know, and so... It was fun. It was fun to finally see this. It's such a like a legendary film, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I enjoyed it, and I would. I would mm-hmm. recommend it. Yeah, I would say also like as a comparison, I think maybe the first Halloween movie is quintessential viewing for people who like horror movies, mm-hmm. and Carrie is like. 12 times better than that you know what i mean like i don't even think i don't think the movie halloween is actually really good uh but did you ever see nightmare on elm street i've seen uh, like big chunks of it but okay i just mean like like halloween in its realm works for what they're trying to do right but it's not like a 
good movie. Yeah. But yeah. this movie, I think, has enough going for it where I, I think that it's more legit viewing if you're looking for, like, uh, a horror movie. Yeah. And yeah. also, I said this to Mike, and I wanted to make sure I say it, is that I think it's made creepier because it's older. Yeah. The age of it makes it creepy in yeah. and of itself. Well, and I think it aged well, too. Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't use, like, ridiculous special effects that make it look super aged immediately. Um, I mean, everything, I think, was practical effects, so it, it really, it aged very well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't have too terribly, terrible many pacing issues. Yeah, except for the Some, ridiculous but not slow. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, slow-mo scene. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, let's hurry this up now. Um, so, yeah. If you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.